You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Well, we made it to lucky episode number 13 on the Rosie Report, spring training edition. Great to have you with us as we recap Thursday's action in Peoria for the Tribe against the San Diego Padres. Final score, Padres 5, Tribe 4. San Diego scoring a pair of runs in the bottom half of the ninth inning win. But the big story and the key from the day, Shane Bieber with another outstanding start for the Indians as he progresses here in spring training with three strong innings. Did allow a run on a home run. That was the only hit he allowed. And uh, we'll hear from Shane shortly. And on the offensive side for the Indians, Bobby Bradley with two more hits, including an RBI double, Mike Freeman with an RBI double, and uh, some good things happening all the way around for the Tribe. Terry Francona afterward talked about the day. You know, what do you think of Bieber? Uh, good. You know, one fastball, then you tried to go in, you left over the plate for the home run, but I thought his breaking ball was, was looking like it's kind of rounded into form. Um, now it's just a matter of getting him stretched out, and he'll continue each time to to progress farther into the game, but no, I thought he looked real good. Tito, what's different about Brian Shaw this spring than in, in past springs that you've seen him? Well, I mean, he, his pitch mix is a little bit different. Um, he, you know, I mean, we've been kind of been over this before. He's thrown the ball in spring training. You know, he's probably topped out at 96 or 97 in years past, but for whatever reason, he gave up a ton of runs. <laughs> Now, he wasn't competing, but he also wasn't trying to give up runs. And it got to a point where it was kind of almost laughable because we were counting on him so much. You know, this year he knows he's coming in, he's competing, but he does look sharp. I agree with you. And, you know, he's got some different weapons, and he's trying to get them where he can be consistent with them. And I think he's doing a really good job. Tito, when when you look at uh, Bobby Bradley's day, a couple doubles, he makes the air. Is that, you know, that's all in the evaluation process in spring training? Yeah, he had, I mean, he had a busy day. He, like you say, he had a couple doubles. He uh, he got thrown out of third with two outs. He had an error, <laughs> but he did swing the bat good. Um, and, and the one good thing about Bobby is you can talk to him and say, hey, this is what I see, you know, um, and, and he's not, he doesn't take it like, you know, he, he says, okay, I got you. So he's a tough kid. Seems like every time he gets out there and plays, we're we're asking you about Gabriel Arias and and just his his ability to put the bat on the ball. Uh, is that something that that really stands out to you? You know what, Joe? And and again today, he got fooled a little bit and he pulled that ball into left, but he stayed back enough where he could use his hands and get enough of it to to throw it into left field. You, you know, and I think that kind of ties in with him hitting the ball right field, and it keeps him back and it allows him to hit more pitches. He's he's he looks like a pretty good hitter. I mean, again, Owen Miller. I don't know what his batting average is this spring. I, I'm not sure I care, but he's also he he knows how to hit, and uh, he's, it's going to be fun to watch these guys. You know their development. 
the, the Miller seems to have a, a little bit of uh, sneaky power too, doesn't he? We were talking about that today. DeMarlo was saying, I think he's going to grow into some, some, some pretty good pop. He's, it's interesting. You know, you just don't know with the younger guys what their, what their game develops into, but it's fun to watch. And also talking about the afternoon, Tribe Cy Young Award winner Shane Bieber. What was the game plan for you today? Um, just go out there and, and get right. Um, I know my last game, I threw three innings, but it was in a B game. So uh, everything felt really good. Uh, incorporated all my pitches as I did today. Um, just trying to, you know, keep the momentum moving forward, like plain and simple. Uh, just nail down everything, continue to work on what I need to work on in bullpen sessions. And then when it comes to, uh, you know, these games and spring training uh, and against a lineup like today, um, just go out there and compete and, and, and throw your, your best stuff. You pleased with where you're at? Uh, yeah, I feel uh, my progress has been steady, um, you know, along with that's kind of just the theme of this camp right now. I feel like every uh, a lot of us, our guys and our arms are feeling the same way. Um, and really, we're just, like I said, building momentum going into opening day. Shane, what's the next step in the progression for you here in camp? You know, what is there an inning limit or a pitch count that you want to get to in your next outing? Uh, yeah, I think from from here on out, we're going to do our best to progress, you know, inning by inning. So hopefully next or in five days, we'll go four and then five after that, six and so on. Shane, other than it being on a backfield and no fans there, is there a tremendous difference whenever you're trying to get your work in and it's a B game rather than maybe a Cactus League game? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. That, that game started, I think first pitch was like 1030. So um, we were there bright and early. And, uh, but no, it was good. It was um, obviously anytime you step on the, on the mound, whether it's against, you know, our own guys in, in live BP or a backfield game against um, some Reds lineups, you're just going out there and competing and, and trying to do well. I know you're working on your own stuff and, and building up stamina and all that stuff, but as you, as you've gone through these last couple of weeks, has anything really caught your eye? Has anybody really impressed you to the point where you're like, you know, telling other people about it or uh, something happening? So I think we got um, a, a lot, a lot of good arms. Um, and, and that's not specific to bullpen or starting rotation. I think we got a lot of guys competing for multiple spots, and that's exciting. That's what drives, you know, teams to continue to get better. And I think that healthy competition is always uh, – you know, going to not only elevate yourself, but, you know, the guys around you. And so in terms of specifics, uh, I don't want to leave anybody out, but I, I've been really impressed with uh, a lot of guys, especially on the pitching side. Obviously, um, you know, guys are, are banging at the plate too. So uh, it's been fun to see and fun to watch everybody's progression and, and uh, you know, kind of focus, narrow in towards, towards that opening day. Shane, now that you've had a couple starts, have you noticed anything different about the baseballs? Any changes? Uh, not too much. Um, they explained to us that they were going to, um, you know, make that change going into this year. Uh, I think now that I've kind of focused on it and tried to uh, examine the ball and really like, you know, feel it, uh, the laces are a little bit bigger consistently. Um, whereas last year, uh, it was kind of hit or miss, right? Like so, so sometimes the laces are popping out a little bit more, sometimes not so much. Uh, but this year, I feel like the ball might be, if anything, a little bit more consistent uh, in terms of 
uh, you know, laces uh, and, and just how they feel on the ball. Um, and I think they also narrowed down um, the variation in the weight of the ball. Um, so I think all positive reports coming out of our camp, it's, it's good when it's not, not too different, uh, obviously. So um, no complaints with it, that's for sure. Yeah, what was your reaction when you heard they were going to make these changes and then now that you're, you're seeing them implemented? Yeah, I didn't hear it until, uh, you know, right around spring training. And when I heard it, I was handed the ball. And it felt, you know, very similar. Uh, obviously, they're not going to make these drastic changes and expect pitchers to, um, you know, figure out a new way to throw each and every pitch. So uh, just trust in the process of how, um, you know, it's still a baseball and uh, you got to go out there and, and uh, you know, learn how to work it. So Bieber seems to be right on track to start the regular season in good shape. He'll have a few more starts here in spring training to work on some things and lengthen things out, but things going very well for the reigning Cy Young Award winner. Now the Indians still sorting through some things in the bullpen. We had a chance to visit with a potential new member of the pen down the road a little bit. Nick Sandlin worked in a game earlier this week and uh, certainly showed some of the promise that the Indians front office has seen from him for a couple of seasons now in the minor leagues. And uh, we had a chance again to visit with him earlier in the spring and talk about getting back on the mound after a long, long time due to injury and the lack of a minor league season a year ago. All right, Nick Sandlin, uh, thanks so much for coming by. Uh, a chance to get out and pitch in a game uh, yesterday, and I know it's been a long time for you. Uh, what was it like getting back out there, and, and how foreign did it feel having not pitched in a game for quite some time? Um, definitely felt a little different than, um, live BPs and stuff like that, which is, you know, what a lot of guys have been going through in the last year or so. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing like it. It was definitely fun to get back out there. For a lot of players in your position, making their way toward the major leagues, they couldn't play last year because the minor leagues had been shut down. What was your situation though, coming back from injury? Was it similar to, to those who are at the alternate site or were you still in that rehab mode as late as last summer? Um, so when we left spring training last year with COVID and everything, I basically had to finish my rehab at home on my own and then went to the alternate site in July and um, just, you know, competed against the other guys in the organization for a few months. And depending on who you talk to, it sounds like uh, a lot of players got up a lot of good out of their time at the alternate site or made the most of the situation. Uh, what stood out to you in terms of allowing you to, to still develop in unusual circumstances? That it's not easy to face the same hitters for three months. <laughs> and, um, you know, we got some, some good guys. But, um, you know, it was good just to get out there and keep competing and, you know, get to as close as we could to game speed. And we made the most of, you know, the situation and just to keep playing and staying ready last year. Any benefits to, to living in the Cleveland area for a summer? If that's something that you hope to, to get to at some point on a full-time basis? Yeah, I guess it was nice to, you know, get familiar with the area. I think most guys kind of lived, you know, in downtown and stuff. Um, there wasn't probably as many people around last year with everything that was going on. But um, yeah, that was nice to get familiar with the area. Background-wise, uh, arm angle for you, how long have, have you dropped down from the side and uh, how successful has that been once you made that decision? So I started my junior year in high school. It's kind of like the pitching coach there's idea. And um, 
kind of like replacing another pitcher who graduated who threw the same way and he thought I could be good at it and it kind of just took off um I guess kind of natural for me to to throw that way and you know I've been doing it ever since the velocity sometimes you don't see that velocity from a sidearm or has that surprised you at all that you've been able to maintain that and, and actually grow that yeah it's nice to you know still continuing to throw a little harder um each year I think so you know anytime you can you know see more velocity you know it obviously helps but um yeah it's I mean I'll take the velocity but you know you're also focused on you know movement and control and everything but um yeah it's good to um still continue to grow on that your time in pro ball I I feel like your name has been on the radar almost since the day you were drafted in terms of, of being able to move quickly and then this spring, Terry Francona has has really uh, gone out of his way to to say how excited he is at your development and, and the potential there. Uh, are you aware of all that, and and how does that help you as you move along? Uh, yeah, it was interesting, like you know, to start moving up fast, you know, after the draft. But you know, you still got to focus on you know performing and like controlling like pitching as good as you can, or else you know you're not going to get to where you want to be. So you know, I'm just happy to you know be a part of this first big league spring training for me and to get to know the guys and to work with the uh, big league staff. Yeah, what have been some of the, the side benefits that, that you've gained being able to work with, with the staff and, and maybe get to meet some experienced major leaguers for the first time? Uh, just always good to, you know, see the routines and, you know, the stuff they go through, you know, how they prepare for the games and, you know, what they do during the games and stuff before they go in this is probably the main thing for me. Background-wise, you, you live in the Augusta, Georgia area, made famous by the Masters. Uh, how much is golf a part of your life, and, and how big a deal is it down there? Um, it's a huge deal, obviously. Like, you know, around the time that the uh, tournament comes around, it's huge for all the businesses in the whole area and stuff. But, yeah, I've definitely uh, started focusing. I mean, started paying more attention to golf and, you know, throughout college and pro ball and stuff, a little more time on my hands. But I wish I would have... Uh, followed golf a little more growing up probably could have been in the tournament a few more times than I went to but and at your high school is, is the golf team something that people aspire to because uh, it's so close by yeah I think there is some you know some really good players in the area the golf team like one state when I was in high school and stuff and some of the guys got to play the course and that's always everyone's goal around there is just to go play there so as yeah uh, you get deeper we'll finish up with this as you get deeper in, into spring training um goals for this season and starting right here in, in spring training uh, how do you view this season in terms of, of what you'd like to accomplish well, I want to pitch in the big leagues as, as much as I can obviously um that's always the goal for everyone help the team win up there so you know I'm just going to focus on staying healthy and um you know doing everything I can to just pitch the best I can so I can help wherever I'm winning hopefully there's a minor league season and um can work up from there but see what happens. That's Nick Samlin, Tribe Relief Pitcher. Who knows? We could see him at some point in time this season. That's going to do it for episode number 13 of the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. Thanks so much for tuning in. Great to have you with us as always. Thanks to Bart, Cor- uh, Bart Swain, Courtberry Tripp, and Austin Contrulis from the Indians PR Department for lining up our interviews on a regular basis. And uh, thanks to you again for downloading the show. Until next time, I'm Jim Rosenhouse. 
This has been the Rosie Report.